God can't bless who you pretend to be or who you compare yourself to. He can only bless you and the lane that was created for you. I feel that for somebody. You don't need no edge entity, you need boundaries. What? I don't need your likes, I don't need your validation. All I need is a God fighting for me that says all things, all things, all things. This episode of Woman Evolve is sponsored by Olay Body. Summer is right around the corner and child, you know what that means. Our skin has to be glowing from head to toe. Olay Body just launched a collection of skincare inspired body washes that include premium skincare ingredients that are designed to treat a variety of skin conditions and types. Olay exfoliating and moisturizing body wash made with sugar and cocoa butter exfoliates to improve skin without drying it out. So you step out of the shower with nourished, radiant skin. You need to give these Olay body washes a try to elevate your body care routine. You can find Olay body care products in store or online. Olay body, fearless in my skin. Listen, can I tell you all something? I'm always singing ratchet, hip hop songs. Sometimes I throw in a little gospel song. And I just felt like to this week, I wanted to let you all see my white side because I know white people's songs. I grew up in Texas and I used to listen to 106.1 Kiss FM as well. And sometimes they would give you ratchet and sometimes they would give you white people. Okay. And white people, this is for you. Cause I know sometimes y'all was like Splackavelli. Who is Splackavelli? And so I have a playlist ready for you. They said, they said I see all right. Good they see me all right I have and if you know the words I just want you to sing along um should I start with I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start with one everyone knows there's always gonna be another mountain you know this one Sha it's the climb Miley Cyrus, I can almost see it. That dun dun bing bing and a bum boom bam sham boom ba and bam boom bam boom bam boom bell. You don't know that one? Okay, okay. All right, so scratch that one because Miley Cyrus doesn't really count. That's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about I can feel you breathe. It's washing over me and suddenly I'm melting into you. There's nothing left to prove. Baby, all we need is just to be caught up in the rush. Slow and steady rush. Baby, isn't that the way the love's supposed to be? Faith Hill? First of all, Faith Hill, I know she knows. Faith Hill knows the Lord. Her name is Faith, okay? Love Faith Hill. I used to love the Dixie Chicks. I used to tell my sister, if you tell, if I call my sister right now, and asked my sister which song. Um, Emily knew it. Emily said, Faith Hill, baby. Okay, Olani said, Caught Up in the Rush. Don't make me pull out Shania Twain. Um, what is the Shania Twain song? Oh, Lord Jesus. All right, that's fine. Okay, i do it. If you want to go, let's go then. What is it? Um, and I can hear the guitar playing. Uh, drum, drum, you ready for the that I won't boom, down. <laughs> Shania, man, I feel like a woman. You know that song. You know that song? 
Not Jagged Edge. Jagged Edge. First of all, Jagged Edge had a smooth run. Jagged Edge was breakup song. No, okay, we're singing white people's songs. Not Eminem. He doesn't count. I mean, really white people's song where we can get into the white clubs, okay? Um, Okay, wait, hold on. I hate it. Oh, if you're listening, you... Guys, the freedom sign just fell. Everything's fine. Um, well, tell me why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? I see the way you're acting like you're somebody else gets me frustrated. And life's like this, and and we fall, and it boom, and it boom, and it bump. No, that's the same song. And it turn it into honesty, the bada boom, the bada come to see me faking. Yeah. Somebody said fix the sound. I don't know. Uh, Mahogany says there, LOL says, you don't know it either. We feel it more than we know. <laughs> this is sound is muffled. Everything is fine. Um, okay, moving on to my next song. Um, making my way downtown, walking fast, pace, faces pass, and I'm and I have to into the sky if I could walk. Into if I could fall into the do you know the words because you're correcting me but then you seem unsure if I could fall into the sky do you think time would pass me by oh because you know I'd walk a thousand miles if I could just see you tonight okay last song last song <laughs> now he says tonight karaoke night it sure is um adele doesn't count as white people music she's got too much it's too much okay halima said hey that's my song low key okay i'm about to put y'all on a song it's by colby Kalye. this song came out in 2007 let me tell you, if you got a boo that keep playing with you and won't realize what needs to happen, because if you just realize what I just realized, then we'd be happy with each other and we never find an if you just realize what I just realized. Love that. Okay. Oh, Mandy Moore. What was the Mandy Moore song? And then they had the little, and they was dancing in, in the gas station? Or was that Jessica Simpson? Boy, I think that I'm in love with you you got me that's jessica simpson all the things that said i never do oh I did you? are you singing something else too i need you that's mariah carey i need you something the beat the beat is mariah carey jessica simpson said boy i think that i'm in love with you right never mind guys <laughs> The, uh, honey, the, the beat no, honey, honey. Da, 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 da. no, honey was a good song. <laughs> honey was a good song. Honey, um, whatever. Tangine says, um, SJ, my ears is tingling. That's all right. That's, that's all right. Everything is fine with that. Um, listen, I should have just gone with Birdman, get your shine on, and then kept yes. it pushing. But I wanted to, I wanted my white people to know that I have space in my heart. Coyote Ugly was one of my favorite movies. And when the little girl, Piper, who, Coyote Ugly? Coyote Ugly is a great movie. Let me tell y'all about white movies y'all need to watch. Y'all need to see Coyote Ugly. First of all, Dixie Chicks had a strong run. That's what I was going to tell y'all. My funeral, I used to say, 
tell my sister at my funeral, if you ask her right now what song I want to play at my funeral, it's Cowboy Take Me Away by the Dixie Chicks. Cowboy Take Me Away. Fly this girl, let's hike into the wide, set me free. Oh, I know something is messed up. The mic, the default mic is not on there. Well, that just means they don't get to hear me sing. Oh, I used to love the Spice Girls. Okay, anyway. All right, listen. Um, Tiffany says, this sound, I can barely hear. Is it just me? We're trying to fix it. AJ says, extra add on another lyrics. It's fine. Everything is fine. I don't even care, okay? Um, all right. Vanessa says, switch mics. Vanessa, girl, I don't have another mic. Yeah. I don't know. Millie says, I wanted to go to a bar and dance on the bar. That's my movie. Coyote Ugly, when she got up there on that bar and then Tyra Banks was in it and they we had on their cowboy boots and they was... You need to see Coyote Ugly. They can hear you. Oh, the default mic must be... Somebody said, Bertha says sound is fine. Jennifer says, let's stick to the soul music. <laughs> Someone said sound is fine. Someone else said no. Okay, the other movie y'all need to see is Country Strong. This is sounds going in now. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I, I could just keep singing songs. I need to remember the Mandy Moore song. I don't know what to do about the sound. Did you have to play your game on me? Um, the, I am singing. I was singing the Honey song. You'll always be a part of me. I'm part of you indefinitely. Boy, don't you know you can't escape me. Come on, stalk. You better stalk this man. Why was we playing these songs for these boys? <laughs> for these boys and acting like this isn't stalking. It was stalking. Cassie says, better. Don't touch nothing. All right. Kim says, do you know any lyrics fully? Not a one. <laughs> not, not a one. I don't think I know the words to every single song. I don't think I know. Which one? Try me. Let's see if we can do. Uh, I, the course, but not the uh, every full layer. I don't think I do. Really? I don't think so. What's the rap song that you be rapping all the time? Oh, chicken hair. <laughs> if I, I need someone to help me start chicken, boop, boop, chicken, chicken. My kids be talking about chicken hair like they even know the song. You don't even know that song. Stop singing it. Chicken, chicken, chicken hair. Boy, please, whatever. Should I? <laughs> It's the finale for the season. Whatever. Because you guys are going to miss me so much when I take my little break that y'all not even going to know what to do and you're going to be wishing... Bawk, bawk. For, first of all, the lyrics for Chicken Head is literally B-W-O-K, B-W-O-K. Bawk, bawk, chicken, chicken, bawk, bawk, chicken head. And boy, please, whatever. And it goes on and on. Let me tell you... <laughs> Bald head, scallywag, ain't got no hair in back. First of all, that's rude. Why would you tell somebody they ain't got no hair in their back? Because we all know, we all know that there is a part of the hair in the back. We don't know if we're not putting enough grease back there. We don't know. That's the part where your your stylist just edged that part up. They said, you know what? Forget that part was even there. I'm gonna still give you this ponytail, but that back part, don't even worry about that, okay? Jailed up, weaved up, your hair is messed up. Why would you talk to someone like this? 
If it is gelled up and weaved up, it cannot also be messed up. <laughs> he said, you put in all that effort to gel it up and weave it up and it's still messed up. This song is a read. Need to be about a hustle mission. Get a blue run to a beautician. Because he knows we used to do our hair ourselves. I don't know. Okay. Um, anyways, I, I love all types of music. <laughs> Natia says, when is your break? I'm taking a break after this week. And I love y'all. And Katie says, I miss chopping and screw music. Girl, me too. And nobody chops and screws like the way they do it in H-Town. Many tried. And as a Dallas girl, I can tell you many people tried. But chopped and screw music, I mean, and I wasn't even doing any type of drugs in the, at that time in my life, but I knew it was still banging, okay? Um, listen, <laughs> Give Him Trouble says, a Memphis classic. Project Pat, a Memphis classic. Ballhead Scallywag is classic. Ballhead Scallywag. Jailed up, weaved up. Your hair is messed up. <laughs> that is so rude. All right, listen. All right, listen. So here we go. Rescue Eve. You already know what this is. We're about to try and rescue people who are doing things um, out here that they should not be doing. Lovely Coley 211 says, Bishop Jakes, come get your child. <laughs> Hopefully he's on the way so that I could just be a child again. How about that? Octavia says, my kids say our music is so disrespectful, LOL, more than their music. I, you know, I can't tell you for sure if that's true. But what I do know for sure is that we used to talk crazy to people. You cannot call people bald heads. I don't think anyone would call anyone a bald head scallywagon, these, these artists these days. Because that's rude. First of all, they would... I used to call her that my niece. Your niece, a bald head scallywag? Mm. A what? Head, but oh, amen. Yeah, amen. She didn't and say she scallywag. Did. <laughs> okay. And now she got here, so. Oh, so you prophesied. You gave her the Thank mission. Her, for, for those of you who missed testimony service with Shanice, she used to call her niece a bald head. Something or another, I couldn't hear real good. And then God blessed her with so much follicles now that she's no longer bald headed. And Shanice is saying that she helped to push her into her destiny to pray more effectively and efficiently. That's what she said. Okay. Um, okay. Tenjin says, Sarah brought so much enjoyment on Mondays. Oh, come on. We love to hear it. Ashanti says, hey, am I late? Girl, never. <laughs> you are never late. Sharice says, today's podcast is going to be at least two hours seeing that it's the finale. I don't know about that. Kiki's critique says, Oak Cliff, Texas, chopped and screwed. Now, okay. All right. We only got 100 minutes here. We only have 100 minutes there. All right. Shaw said, wrap it up. Okay, listen. Um, okay, so... Um, do we have any more disrespectful There's songs? Of disrespectful songs? Think of one. Think of one. Think of mm. I, I don't know if they come more disrespectful than ball heads. No, that's the worst. Mm. I mean, was Scrubs disrespectful? Not really. I don't want no scrub. <laughs> scrubs is only disrespectful to scrubs. <laughs> so if you weren't a scrub, then I don't know. Um, Marissa says my girl is here and cutting up. Hey girl, hey. They love your hat. Oh, they said my hat is giving rich auntie. Let me tell you who going to be auntie on July 4th. First of all, auntie was last Saturday. Was it Saturday? Why did y'all let me watch that Soldier Boy Bow Wow 
versus why did y'all let me watch that and i was watching it with so much shame i was on my phone just staring and pt was like what you looking at i was like nothing <laughs> trust trust me nothing i'm over here being a 14 year old girl nothing important is happening on this phone like not one thing okay um what i do know for sure is that um draco is that are we actually calling him draco now played that song three times back to back like his verses was that song three times back to back then they brought they just brought out B. 2K was my first concert. I am one of these millennial aunties. But anyway, auntie is going to be July 4th when Tony Braxton and Mary J. Blige take the versus stage because I'm going to auntie you to death. Tony Braxton, uh, I get so high when I'm around you, baby. Okay? Um, unbreak my heart. Say you love me again. Undo this hurt that you caused when you walked out the door and walked out of my life. Uncry these tears. I cry so many nights. And you know what Mary gonna say? If we crying, if we crying, I ain't gonna let you cry here by yourself. Cause I'm going down. I'm going down Cause you ain't around Baby My whole world's upside down Baby So it's a karaoke podcast and we still do this <laughs> <laughs> Jada, cause it's sing from your soul Sarah, sing from your soul <laughs> Latrell said, I see why you and PT together. PT's crazy. I'm, I don't know what's wrong with me, but PT is crazy. It's not me, okay? Jesus Follower says, Mary got more songs than his, but of course her vocals ain't touching Tony's. Let me tell you, Tony's going to remind y'all, though. Remember when she came back and she had that video and she was on the elevator, like all white and futuristic and stuff, and um, the little model that everybody used to like. Not Ty, Ty what's his name? Tyson Beckford. Honey. Whatever, okay. Um, Sick of the, the Ordinary said, I don't know those songs like that. All right, that's fine, okay. Um, I'm going to claim my auntie status. All right, listen. So, um, Rescue Eve. Rescue Eve. Ashley says, yes, I was still going for a little bow while you just don't know. Because why? Mary, I mean, Mary's a child. Mary's not doing it? Why? Um, Talk to Favorite says, how can't you sing at all and your kids got the voice? <laughs> I asked myself this question. You have no, you have no idea. Every, all of my siblings can sing. All of my children, we don't know where, we don't know where two of them going to land <laughs> right now. <laughs> One of them is a little shaky. Um, but for the, everyone can sing but me. Wait, Mary's not doing the verses? But what about, but what about my auntie? We got the verses. Mary J. Blash shuts down the idea of taking part in a versus battle. What? Breaking news. What? That's fine. Because for what? She says, I don't know what a versus would do for me. I'm not sure what a versus could do for Mary J. Blige right now, but um, right now it's not something that's on the top of my list. <laughs> No, the, the freedom sign behind me keeps falling and y'all gonna make me say something on this podcast because I'm scared. I'm nervous. 
we will have our own Mary and Tony Braxton versus, and that's fine. Okay. <laughs> Marjorie said she said versus can't do anything for her. Yeah, obviously. Okay. Um, all right. Thank you. <laughs> Freedom. Just the FR for some of you. <laughs> I'm going to do podcasts like that, so thanks for the sign. Okay. All right, listen. Um, that's all right. I'm going to do the Mary J. Blige and Tony Braxton versus myself, and I will see you all on Instagram. I'm going to switch wigs. I'm going to get a Mary wig, and I should really do this. I'm going to get a Mary wig and a Tony wig. Would you like to join me? Do you want to put on your aunt? Because you know you are auntie. Do you want to put on your auntie hat and do these songs with me? Okay. How about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jasmine says, I want a Kelly Price and Faith Evans versus. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Miss Lee says that's selfish it's not about Mary it's about us <laughs> okay <laughs> um, alright so whatever <laughs> so you already know because my girl mentioned that she is getting the help and support that she needs through better help that I have to make sure that you know that you too can get the help and support that you need she's recovering from her eating disorder, but you may have a different disorder, something that has caused you dis-ease within your heart and your mind. BetterHelp wants to help you get to the bottom of what interferes with your happiness. If something is preventing you from achieving your goals or having the life that you can feel in your soul but cannot manifest into your life, maybe there's something deeper going on and BetterHelp can help you get to the root of it. Connect in a safe and private environment online. It's not self-help. This is professional counseling, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. I love going through the BetterHelp process because it asks you about what is important to you in a therapist. If you need a person of faith, if you need a person of color, if you need someone who understands childhood trauma or specialty issues, they've got exactly who you need. Just fill out the questionnaire and get plugged in with someone today. I want you to start living a happier life because you deserve it. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash evolve. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash evolve. Cardi says, if going out with a bang was a person, can we start this podcast? Dang, you can't sing. You always get on this podcast and you can't sing. All we want to hear is the stories. And you always randomly up here talking to Shanice, who we can't hear on the microphone. The sign is falling. The sound is muffled. Start the podcast. Here it is. Rescue Eve. Rescue Eve. We look at stuff that's happening in the world and we say, I don't know. I don't know if it's happening the way it's supposed to happen, but all I know is that I know what it's like to be somewhere doing wrong and God has called me out. Okay, so here we out. Here we are, here we are. Um, Story number one, y'all, Trick Daddy made a mistake. He did... I don't know if he knew it was a mistake when he made the mistake, but Trick Daddy, first of all, you all are familiar with Trick Daddy. Um, Dinner. 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 If you want some, come and get some. Cause where I'm from. Okay, Trick Daddy. Why? I don't. I need to understand why I was such a thug. They play that song at the football games and stuff, and I'd be like, "Hey, all right, listen." Trick Daddy made a big mistake, huge, gigantic. He said that Beyonce can't sing. 
Trick Daddy said Beyonce can't sing. And, you know, what happened was the Beehive in return went to his restaurant's Yelp page and said, you can't cook? <laughs> um, he's got a Miami native soul food. I want to know if we can rescue Trick Daddy's restaurant. Not what he said, okay? I'm not trying to rescue Trick Daddy. Maybe he tricked us. His name is Trick Daddy. His name is just coming to me right here when I'm talking. Maybe he tricked us all together. His name is Trick Daddy. What I know for sure is that the beehive is petty. And what I want to say is this. If anyone ever reads me the way Beyonce, the way Trick Daddy tried to read Beyonce, delegation, do not go to their page and spam them. Do not. Do not go to their page and spam them and talk bad about them. Don't do it. Let God, the word says, vengeance is mine. Don't do it, okay? Don't be like the beehive in these moments because the beehive says it was disgusting. They went to his restaurant. I ain't never been to his restaurant. I mean, writing it from their bonnets, I ain't never been to Miami house in Los Angeles. Talking about it was disgusting. I found roaches in my food. The customer service was horrible. I would not recommend. The owner even called my grandma a big, <laughs> a big bee, never going there. Again, what guys? <laughs> First of all, the level of petty that the beehive had to have in order to do this. <laughs> the, the, okay. The, it's just, I just don't understand. Okay. Um, Sharina says, no, we are going off SJR. I don't know why you can even waste your breath. We can and we'll act a fool. Don't do it. Ariel says, LOL, you advising us, but giving us the thumbs up and nodding your head. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm confused trying to nod my head and say don't do it because a double-minded man is unstable in all of their ways. Anyway, they took this poor man's rating from a 3.9 down to a 2.6, okay? Because they just went on there and spammed everything they could spam. Um, some of the comments with one star was just like, Beyonce is the queen. Don't do it. And I don't know. The restaurant didn't have nothing to do with this. And the food is probably good. Don't bring sweet potatoes into a Beyonce fight. You know, what if this the chicken is actually good and now somebody gonna be in Miami and mess out on good chicken because Trick Daddy aired. Is this is this what happens? Can we rescue Trick Daddy's restaurant? Be clear, I'm saying the restaurant, not not him himself. I don't know. Latoya says, nope, he did that too and all by himself. Nope. The Leon style says, the beehive, don't play. Abby Jordan says, I heard his restaurant had <laughs> roaches and then a bee. Are there members of the beehive infiltrating the delegation? Cassie says, I applaud him. She used to sing and now she don't. Y'all can have her. She, wait, no. Oh, whew. no. Whew. Oh, goodness. Beyonce has vocals. What? Victoria, that don't impress me much. So you got the booze and you got a car and I got some news. That don't impress me much. I love Shania Twain. Um... <laughs> Uh, Mariah says, yeah, let him swim with the dolphins and the whales. Can we rescue the restaurant? Cherie says, no rescue. Millie says, I didn't even know he had a restaurant. Tamara says, no rescue because he doubled down. Oh, 
There is something about doubling down. Monique says, Monique Smith said, Trick Daddy saying Beyonce can't sing is saying he's <laughs> saying he's fine. All right. So we're not going to rescue the restaurant at all. Tears says life jacket at the most. Has anyone been to the restaurant to determine whether or not we should rescue? All I'm going to say is, do we have to bring macaroni and cheese into this? If we're going to let them fight, let's let them fight. But do we have to bring the macaroni and cheese into this? China says, I think Nikki fans worse. The barbs have no chill. I've tried to stay on the highways and byways doing the Lord's work. Bertha Blair says, nope, don't come for me at all. Shantina says, he looks like a... Mm, I won't. <laughs> I will not say that out loud. Armani says, questions that need answer. And Liza says, he said he more afraid of roaches than bees. Ooh. Somebody said, the restaurant can't tell. Okay. Um, okay. So no, Google says no rescue. He should have said, he should have had said, he should have had said that full stop. Can I ask y'all a question? Where did the full stop thing come from? Maybe it's because like not a rolling stop. You need to come to a full stop. At, but when did it become a thing? Because I hear, I hear people saying like full stop and I really want to use it properly. Can someone tutorial me? Can someone make a YouTube tutorial for full stop? We need YouTube tutorials for these words that y'all be making up, okay? Because people don't be knowing and people are me, okay? I w they posted something on the shade room about this auntie who got a young boo and he texts her something like, you, you DTM, HTB, something like that, doing too much, hit me back. Something that these, Malachi was texting me one day and he kept putting IG at the end of everything and I kept going to Instagram thinking he was sending me something on Instagram and it means I guess. Are you familiar with that? No. They just be like, IG, IG, IG. Tiffany says, wait, I'm working what happened. Not a thing. Um, Angie says, rescue. He didn't mean it like that. I just want to know if the rest, can we just the macaroni and cheese? Rodney says, Rodney says, why he feel the need to say it though? Because people, you know, just be saying stuff. Angie Nicole says, full stop is an air traffic control term. Mm, okay. Sharina says, full stop has been a thing for a while. It can be used in place of period. Okay. All right. All right, full stop. Don't come for B, full stop. I like it. I don't. I like it. It's gonna, I'm going to use full stop a few more times in this podcast just to get me warmed up. Then I'm going to take it home and see what happened. Ella's not going to say it. Ella's like, I'm not going to be a full stop. And then she's going to be not having full teeth in her mouth. JK, I'm going to pull out my feelings box and put her teeth in the feelings. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Ariel says, I mean, his opinion is his opinion. Rescue him. The beehive do too much. I've heard that about the beehive. You know, the bee there's several layers to the beehive. This probably do too much. There's probably like silver beehive status, gold beehive status, platinum, diamond. And the diamond level probably dabbles in DTM. Okay. Did them, if you will. Okay. So doing too much. All right. Silver. You know, silver probably is like, I'm here full stop, though. I ain't going, I ain't going, I ain't going to jail, you know, full stop. How about that? Okay. Mm. Veronica Thorne says full stop has been used around the world for years. America is late to the full stop game. Well, if you want my wig, just ask for it. You didn't have, you don't have to snatch it like that by saying we behind. Okay. So how about that? Cassie says, this is why Generation misspells everything because they want to abbreviate and can't spell nothing. I'd be nervous writing stuff. When it was book signing time, I was trying to write notes. And without that red squiggly line, I was like, whew, sis need to brush up on this spelling. 
so that you understand I before E except after C, okay? Resilient says the food is delicious at his restaurant. Rescue the restaurant. Hopefully he can swim. Let's rescue the restaurant because I ain't going to never shut down no soul food restaurant. Now, I had to go in there with glasses on and stuff to get it done, but I'm going, all right? Um, all right, listen, moving on. We're going to rescue the restaurant. Um, can we rescue a lady who... Um, her baby hairs, listen, she said she was in a situation and we've been there. Ladies, are temporary tattoo baby hairs the new thing? The chick, This chick shows off a new hack to make it look like your baby's hair are laid for the gods. Would you try this? And it's a video. And on the video, it's like a little temporary tattoo that she laid onto her and to, to make the thing do what it need to do. And I think... I think we should rescue her because the way y'all are elevating the baby hair game, some of us can't play. Can I be honest with you? This new thing that y'all are doing where y'all want it to look like the red squiggly line from the word, but on the side of your face and you want it to come down and curl like blush onto your cheek. Some of us can't play. Some of us is me. I can't play. When y'all want to slick them back, I can play that. When y'all want to comb them a little bit and then take the comb, I can play that. But these red squiggly lines, my edges been through too much, okay? My edges are full stop, not finna grow that long. Full stop. Did you hear me? Slid in there. Full stop. My edges are like full stop, sis. This ain't for you. And I watch y'all's tutorial video and now y'all curling them and then laying them and some of us can't play. But if this is what y'all gonna do, then y'all need to let us uh, do these temporary tattoos on our hairline because some of us are not able. Ashanti says, not the peel and stick, okay? Priscilla says, yep, the people are tatting size. Sheree says, no, no, no. They need to get rid of these fast, but we can rescue sis, though. I want to play, and we can't play. Angelique says, let's rescue edges. Way too much pressure on them. Way too much pressure on edges. Edges have come up harder than cauliflower. No one even cared about edges until y'all started making them crimp and swirl and wave and now some of us don't have it we just don't have what it takes I would like to rescue her a lot of people were judging talking about you better not sweat you better not wipe your forehead you better not do anything else and now I'm just saying it's hard out here Aaron Scott says why are baby hairs even a thing Lillian says as long as y'all not getting actual tattoos for edges do you boo Stephanie says copy and paste buddies copy and paste why do the whole homework what are we talking about I'm lost. Tell me. We talking about the edges? Tell me. I'm lost. Shantina said, if you want faded adult bangs, just say that. I'm just saying, I would like to play. Vanilla Shantina, oh, the National Spelling Bee is going to be on Fox. And, oh, we love spelling. Jenny St. Jean says, the baby hairs are a new thing now, for real. Like, for real. For real. Lillian says, this is a rescue regardless. I don't feel like I was doing my edges natural, natural, natural. That's another thing, like... You know, God gave me an epiphany because it was wash day for Ella and I washed her hair, trimmed her ends. We deep conditioned, we braided it up. We did the whole thing. And I was thinking to myself, some of y'all natural advocates be like natural. Everyone should be natural. And I, I haven't had a relaxer. Now, I keep my hair in a protective style and I thank God that my hair is beginning to grow. Um, 
And by beginning to grow, I mean, it's actually got a little hang time on it. And I thank God for that. You know, but sometimes I be thinking, is natural really natural if you have to, like, do your flat twist and put the rods at the end and then wait three days and pick it out? Natural is what your hair looks like when you get out the shower. And I don't see a whole lot of people, like, just wearing it like that. Most of the time, you still got to do work for it. So, like, we got to stop judging what people do and let them do what they need to do to the hair, whether it's flat twisted or flat ironed is what I'm saying. This people will relax. You got plenty of hair. I don't know. Tell me. Tell me. JD says, I caught a live. My stylist said her daughter cut her hair at the hairline to swoop her hairline. I thought I might kill her for a second, said Kim. No, for real. Because the, the baby hair game is serious. Because says, as long as it's not on your eyebrows... That's oh the baby hair because some of the baby hair is reaching down into your eyebrows now it's like connected okay Latoya says Tiffany Violet she's a crayon cutie so she's already up on gal about something else um okay Whitney says what do you do when the edges start to wear off honey get home fast <laughs> you get home as fast as you can that's what you do okay uh, Bree Lee says the good Lord did not bless me with this forehead real estate to put some wash off edges on it. I just know that for sure that when God was handing out forehead that he was like, I'm going to give Sarah more than she need. And to then put baby hair on top of it seems like. You're smart. My forehead is big because I'm smart. Okay. You're brilliant. <laughs> you brilliant. <laughs> Shy, what are you eating? <laughs> Shy put a fruit sack in her mouth. She's like, you brilliant. <laughs> she sound like a hood, a hood love. <laughs> it was a hood love song down in her soul. Okay, you br- <laughs> you brilliant. <laughs> um, all right. Taryn Hilton says, preach SJR, not as gatekeeping here. Let's let folks do what they need to do with their follicles, okay? Um, all right, listen. Chantel says, that's exactly why I wrote a book for little girls about hair. They need to know true beauty is from within. And it all starts with us knowing our worth and doing what works. You need to do what works. Okay, so we rescuing her, right? We decided to do that. I mean, I think we did. I think we decided to rescue her because it's too much pressure on edges. And we, for one, are not able or available. Um, The next place that I, what? Hmm? I said rescue. There are a lot of bald head scallywags out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's, y'all can't call people bald head scallywag just because I sang the song, okay? Tatted up, weaved up, what's the edged up, tatted up. Your hair, your hair is messed up. It's not right. It's not right. It's too much pressure on hair. Brittany says, this is a very old trend oh, that has made a comeback. I was doing it when I was like 12. Come on now. Who knew? I didn't know. Okay, LaRonda says, imagine you're on a first date and your edges start sliding off. But then his hairline, because that ain't real these days, neither. Your edges sliding, his hair is coming out. What we doing? This love at first sight, you might as well come as you are, because here it is. Okay, all right, listen, moving on. Stephanie says, why is it called baby hair? Is that the only part that does not go through adulting? This is a legitimate question, because my edges have never... Now, I, for the most most of my life, I've been about his scaling way. <laughs> so I'm talking about my edge, they never grow. The rest of your hair ain't never grow either. So. <laughs> but I'd be looking at people's natural hair videos and I'd be like, dang, look at their edges the same length as the rest of their hair. Must be nice. Come on, Jaheem, where you at when no, we need you? That's not Jaheem, Lloyd. Uh, uh, what's the boy's name? Life Janice. 
Life Jennings must be nice. But Life Jennings and Jaheem are the same people. Have we ever seen them in the same room together? They're the same people. Anyway, when I see y'all's edges the same length as the rest of your hair, I have to remind myself to not be jealous because my edges ain't never been the same length as any. I do have hair now, but most of my life I've been about his color and you got to own that and embrace that about your life. But what I'm saying is even with the follicles I got now, this baby hair said I'm never coming back for you like I'm going to stay a baby I'm never going to grow it's enough for me to be able to put it in a ponytail and not look like hello (laughs) is it me you're looking for but it's not enough where I could like do that braid that y'all do when all of the hair be connected I don't know um, so Jenny says rescue because I would buy them edges for real. Okay. Ruthie says Carolyn Hayes owe oh, me too. Says I'm definitely gonna wipe it myself. <laughs> Daisy says Scalawag will never not take me out. It's it's blessed. <laughs> Lillian says, Your hair can't touch your back jail and weave it. You know you need it. Your hair can't touch your back jail and weave it. You know you need it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Nessie says, the, they need to leave the kids stuff alone. Adults took TikTok. Now adults are taking the edges. SMH <laughs> edges are for the kids. Um, okay, so. <laughs> I love that. Jay Nicole said, not her edges being Peter Pan and I want to grow up. It's true. It's true. Okay. All right, listen. Moving on. Can we rescue... Y'all, if you're in Atlanta, we need to talk to y'all about what happened at Ikea. Ikea is under fire after one of its stores in Atlanta allegedly listed fried chicken and watermelon as menu items for its employees to supposedly honor Juneteenth, okay? The furniture giant reportedly sent an email to employees last week alerting them that to honor the perseverance of Black Americans and acknowledge the progress yet to be made, it was also going to roll out a special menu. And that's where Ikea dropped the ball big time because the so-called special menu, again, for a holiday holiday commemorating the end of slavery included fried chicken, watermelon, and mac and cheese. Some of those food items, of course, perpetuate racial stereotypes. Um, I have an unpopular opinion. The menu sound good. <laughs> the menu is this kid. Okay, so I have a question. Maybe less of an unpopular opinion, more of a question. This is one of those things because this white people, if you're listening, I want you to hear us clearly. There are some things that we have to take a stand on because we know they just represent racial stereotypes. Even if we have to do it while our mouth is watering for what's on the menu, because what you're not going to do is us. Not all of us eat fried chicken. Not all of us eat watermelon. Not all of us eat macaroni and cheese. Could you also put a plate to the side so we could take it to somebody who does? You know what I mean? Like sometimes we have to take a stand even when we don't want to stand. You know what I mean? What I'm saying when I'm saying what I'm saying. But I was wondering if y'all wanted to rescue Ikea because maybe Ikea was like, what should we serve? And they was like, let's ask Trick Daddy. And Trick Daddy was like, this is what people love to eat at my restaurant. And that's how they came up with it. I don't know. What say ye? Lamaya says, that's so racist. Jay Nicole says, if it ain't seasoned, I don't want it. There 
Sarah says, not really mad at the menu. Stephanie says, wait, watermelon? Indeed. Jasmine says, I'm going to sit this one out with my comments. I want to know. Jazz said, go to sleep, Sarah. Don't play me. Don't threaten me with a good time. Full stop. I will, I will full stop go to bed right now. Am I using it right? Can someone send me a tutorial? I will full stop go to bed right now. She said go to bed. Um... Okay, Trisha says, this is totally a hard stop. Nope, you ain't getting saved a floaty or anything. Vanessa says, what does Ikea even sell? They should stick to what they know. Uh, Shanice said, uh-uh. Shanice said, uh-uh. They got good honey buns. Y'all, Shanice be talking. Shanice, really? They got good? She said the cinnamon buns are good. LaRonda says, they could have left the watermelon off. Mariah says, watermelon is from Africa per High on the Hog on Netflix, so I'm not upset at it. It is. I watched High on the Hog. I was blessed by it. Soraya says, rescue Ikea. I will be in line. I didn't even think of the level of woke. I'd be more hungry than woke. Tiffany says, no rescue. They completely tried it. Ebony says, I wish it was pound cake instead and sweet potato pie instead of watermelon. But would that have not, are we mad at the menu? Are we mad at the watermelon? Help me understand. Angelique says, no rescue, full stop. Amir says, drown Ikea. My job gave us lobster tails. Come on. Where you work? <laughs> Amir, is it on Indeed? Where do you lobster tails? I'm trying to get hired. For the month of July, I'm going to need a job. <laughs> I'm not going to be podcasting. But for the month of July, I'm picking up a second job. And I need to know if your if your place of employment is hiring, okay? Because my air conditioning unit is trying to go out. And I'm going to need a job or a fan. But if they're serving lobster tail, maybe I can knock two out with one stone. I don't know. Tell me. Um, Kane says, sound good to me. Elizabeth says, we will make that for the holiday anyways. We do, but still, is this like one of those things where it's like, just because a lot of us eat that doesn't mean that you get to serve it to all of us as a reflection of what we eat. Hmm? Are the kids, what? Yes. <laughs> and what, see, so Shaw want me to cook on 4th of July. Shaw, what you want on the menu? Macaroni and cheese. See, this is what I'm talking about. She wants sweet potatoes. She wants macaroni and cheese. Brittany says, do Hispanics slash Mexicans get mad when we eat tacos for Cinco de Mayo? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. We should ask. Millie says, I don't like watermelon. Maybe you need to put some mustard on it. Daisy says, it's SJR hand movement on full stop for me. Yes, because when somebody get their nails done, then they get to full stop all the time, okay? Um, Ariel Roberts says, I feel like there was a better way for them to observe Juneteenth. Like giving us the day off and paying us so that I can eat whatever watermelon or vegan food that I want to eat at my house. How about that? Um, ooh, shots fired in the comments, Shy. Simone says, Ikea needs something other than that dry cinnamon roll on the menu after walking through that maze in the store. Where, where'd she at? Okay. Shaw said, full stop? You're going to full stop. That cinnamon roll is a full stop. Shanice comes to a full stop. when I don't get it. Am I using it? It's wrong. They, they, they said you put that any part. <laughs> Where it goes, it goes at the end. They it's got to be at the end or does it start... Stop. At any part. Does it <laughs> does it start at the beginning or the end? It's the end because full stop. Period. Right. Period. All right. So all right. I'm gonna just keep practicing until I get it right. Um, Shatina says, "LOL." I said, "Celebrate every day, Shotty," and she looked at me crazy. Okay. All right. So no. 
Y'all don't really care. Ebony says, the reality is that these food are cultural. Okay, maybe not the watermelon. I applaud the effort as long as they had a black person cooked it. Now, don't put all this stuff on there and then, you know, don't do it the way y'all tried to do it sometimes. Okay. <laughs> Halimi says, SJR going to make full stop work. I'm going to try. I'm going to continue. All right. Um... Let's cook with these is what if a black employee came up with that menu? Then what? I don't know. And to be honest, we don't really care. Tiffany says all they missing is Kool-Aid with a pound of sugar. Why they tried us black folks like that? Are they trying us or are they following the clues? Are you mad at it, Shaw? Do you care? I would have been offended though. They're trying. I would have been hungry, but I would have been offended. I would have been offended just off principle. Like, don't think that we like on Martin. Like, I went to a white private school for high school, and if they would have served for Martin Luther King Day, they wouldn't let all the students out. So I had to become Martin Luther King Jr. Right, and I was like, nope, we got out for y'all's President's Day, we got out for Lincoln, we got out for y'all Bonk uh, Christopher Columbus Day, and what we are going to do is we're going to get. And he going to say, well, y'all could take it off if y'all want to. Talking about me and Corey because we was the only black students, and I was like, oh, so now he only did stuff for black people. I say that to say this. Um, I would have been mad. Now, I would have left Ikea and went to Atlanta Soul Food. What's the one? The lady. It's a soul food restaurant. It's named after a lady. Not Sweetie Pies. It's not, anyway, don't, it don't even matter. I would have gone and got some macaroni and cheese, though, because just the very mention of macaroni and cheese makes me want macaroni and cheese, but I wouldn't have ate it at the cafeteria just off principle. Okay. That's why you're a demon bully now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... Carolyn says a lot of people eat that same type of stuff every day. Some people too sensitive. I don't think they were trying to be funny. I think they were trying to do something nice. Yeah. That's all right. See, we get mad when they don't try. We do get mad when they don't try. Yeah, but this, I don't care. I don't care, to be honest. (laughs) To be honest, I don't even care. All I know is I'm probably going to fry some chicken and make some macaroni and cheese for the 4th of July. I just... I feel like there's something wrong with it. I just can't fully express what's wrong with it. And I would have not eaten it just out of boycott. I just don't know what's wrong with it. I know there's something wrong with it. It's definitely a stereotype and one that I fit in. And yet I still can't fully understand. I can't, I can't elaborate on what's wrong with it. Oh, Gladys Knight's restaurant. That's um. But there's another restaurant and it looks like the inside of your grandmother's house. It's like Miss Somebody, Miss CJ's, Madam CJ, somebody's Harriet. It's somebody's. <sighs> Let me look it up. Atlanta Soul Food. Mm. It's probably so many um, restaurants in Atlanta, soul food restaurants in Atlanta. Somebody need to take me to Atlanta and just let me eat. Hmm. They put a Harold's chicken? They had Harold's chicken in here. Shut your mouth. Look, the chicken. Mary Max. Mary Max Tea Room. I've enjoyed Mary Max every time. Really? All right. Mary Max. There it is. Angelique says Mary Max Room. I haven't been to Old Lady Gang, but I've been to Mary Max and I was blessed by that. It was so good. I was like, I put that sweet potato on my mouth. I was like, full stop. <laughs> So annoying. I'm getting on my own nerves today. <laughs> this episode of Woman Evolve is sponsored by Olay Body. 
Ole Body just launched a collection of skincare-inspired body washes that include premium skincare ingredients and are designed to treat a variety of skin conditions and types. Olay Soothing Body Wash with Vitamin B3 Complex and Oat Extract is specifically made to soothe eczema-prone skin. Olay's Exfoliating and Moisturizing Body Wash with Sugar, Cocoa Butter, and Vitamin B3 transforms skin from dry and dull to radiant and smooth. You need to give these Olay Body Washes a try. They completely changed the way I think about my body care routine and shower. It's like going to the spa without even leaving the house. You can find Olay Body Care products in store or online. Olay Body, fearless in my skin. Hail Mary. Hail Mary is when we look at what's happening in the world and we say, wow, you doing big things and we love to see it. My first Hail Mary is Harriet Tubman, okay? Harriet Tubman statue in New Jersey is replaced with Christopher Columbus statue. We want to take a moment and talk about how y'all lied to us about Christopher Columbus discovering America. And y'all fed that lie to us when we were children and couldn't do math. But how you discover something where other people live. You stole this country. And here we are celebrating Christopher Columbus Day with red noses on as children until we got old enough to do real math, not that two plus two stuff y'all taught us. And when we learned how to do real math, what we realized is this. Christopher Columbus didn't discover America. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. (laughs) I hate it here. I hate it here. (laughs) I hate it here. Um, And thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Anywho, okay, almost a year after a New Jersey city removed a statue of Christopher Columbus from its pedestal in a public square, the design for a replacement monument, a statue of Harriet Tubman, has been unveiled. Newark Mayor Raz Raz Baraka announced the design of the monument Thursday after an open call process began last winter to select an artist and concept. The monument, designed by Nina Cook-John, is expected to be installed next summer in Washington Park, which will be named Tubman Square. Okay? We love it. How about that? How we feel about it? King Me says George Washington owned 300 slaves. Okay? <laughs> Christopher Columbus. That's what I said. Okay? How about that? Um, that's true. Lillian says only Christopher I acknowledge is Wallace and on Christopher no on Indigenous People Day because that's what we've renamed y'all's Christopher Columbus Day we will only post about Christopher Wallace okay and the Indigenous people who are still done wrongly in this country okay came woke on today all right the Indigenous the Native Americans okay that were here before Christopher Columbus lied on the Santa Maria and the Anna and y'all teaching us all these boats names not telling us you was on the bottom of them <laughs> that why are we memorizing think about think about this think about a minute think about this for a minute and then I'm getting off this podcast because I'm super woke today and tired super woke and tired at the same time they had us memorizing the names of the boats that came over here when they discovered a America and they never once mentioned that our great 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 grandparents was on them boats. They never once mentioned it. Now I'm memorizing my oppressors. (laughs) I'm not playing. 
The education system, no, low, the education system in America tells half the story. Woke on today came to the podcast Woke, and we want the full story. And until y'all give us the full story, we're going to be Juneteenthing, we're going to be tearing down statues and monuments, and we're going to be saying stuff that gets under your skin and makes you uncomfortable. And what you got to do is ask yourself, why am I uncomfortable with this? What is it bringing up in my spirit? It's the other half of the story, okay? And that's why we say stuff like Black Girl Magic and Black Girl Pride and Black Boy Joy, because at the end of the day, it ain't been no celebration, Okay. It's been oppression. Okay. No, I didn't have no shake today. (laughs) All right. And after us, I just want you to know the brown folks, the Latinas, the Latinx community, they coming up behind us too. Because guess what they are? Tattoo. Okay. All right. I'm finished. Ray Ray said Harriet Tubman, Hail Mary on that freedom. Okay. All right. I'm finished. (laughs) Uniquely, Chapel says, come on now, Sarah. You saying something, elbow cough. I'm saying something and nothing at the same time. I'm giving full on auntie today. Smooth says, tell her SJR. It really is. Kia Downey says, you better get them right today. I'm just telling y'all for real, though, when I look back over the history of our lives and our education, I'd be like, y'all really played us, Okay. Y'all really played us. Halima says, not at my hood school. They're telling the full story somewhere. We love to hear. In Texas, though, in Texas, I went to public school in Texas up until high school. Then, of course, I had my child, and then I need to be in a private school so I can go on and finish that thing on up. Um, but I will say in that good old public school, honey, what they call voluntary, involuntary servants. They don't even, they didn't want even calling them slaves. But whatever. All right. Um, Ashley Tate says, I feel like us is just here at this point. We ain't podcasting. It's just Mrs. Full Stop in her own world. <laughs> uh, Sheree, no, PT is not in studio today. This is just me. Daisy says, Shaw, cut the lights. That's a wrap. Daisy, come back up here. You left me up here. Okay, so let's move on <laughs> to the next Hail Mary story. The next Hail Mary story is Jemiah. Yes, Jemiah Hargens is a passionate guy. As the founder of a gardening collective, Crop Swap LA, he's determined to eradicate food inequity in black and brown communities in Southern California. His passion arose almost four years ago out of necessity and desperation. When I found out I was going to become a father, I looked around the city and wondered, how was I going to feed my daughter, recalls the former stock and equity trader and self-proclaimed garden garden engineer. Garden engineer. Garden engineer. It's Garden and Engineer put together. Garden Engineer. Him. He made it up. It became clear that I need to create it myself so there would be no surprises or disruptions to her peaceful upbringing. He quickly built a fruit and vegetable garden on the West Adams, Los Angeles property he now shares with his wife, Jania, and three-year-old Triana. But they swap a gathering of gardeners who shared their extra veggies, fruit and herbs with each other in the community. The abundance was enormous and it grew into the West Adams Farmers Market. A year later, the Los Angeles Food Policy Council named his him a good food champion. Time magazine recognized him as one of the 27 people bridging divides across America. Come on now. okay. (laughs) come on now. Um, The people are worried about you, Shaw. (laughs) No, no. Ashley says, Shaw, blink twice if you fear for your safety because this is on a whole nother level. (laughs) Okay, that's all right. Um, 
Jemiah Hargan, so this is amazing. First of all, access to fresh fruits and vegetables and to also make them affordable for underserved communities is major. And, you know, to take ownership in your community in this way is lovely. So we're giving a hell Joseph to him for this. Okay. And it is, again, called Crop Swap LA, which I have you all know, I had a garden during the pandemic. And if I could just focus on growing one thing instead of everything and swap with neighbors, I feel like things could have gone a lot better. But I had to go put my green thumb, the world is ending, and you're going to have to feed your family self out there and try to grow everything. Everything, never grown anything, never kept a plant alive. Now I want to be a full on gardener. Right. So the gentleman who comes to come and cut our grass told me he would help me build the garden. He helps me build the garden. We picked out all the vegetables. He, he had the little fence and, you know, I got me some gloves and stuff. And then, you know, and then he left to go on vacation. And then he said he was moving like I ain't never coming back. And I was like, <laughs> Me and these tomatoes, I had about six tomatoes, a whole lot of cilantro. And then my garden was like, do you know what you're doing? Because <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing, I'm going to get out of here. And so I have to start over. But if I could just focus on growing one thing, we need to do a crop swap everywhere. I love it. Okay. Can we make it happen? Rayo says, Hail Mary, this is connected to why there's a problem with the Ike Ikea menu. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Okay. There is something. Carolyn says, kudos to him. That's amazing. Lakeisha's giving the fist. We love that. Liza, Liza Rivera says, yes, growing our own and staying away from sugar, salt, and dairy products. That's the move. He says, these two mics are throwing me off. I don't know why I keep putting it up to my face either. Like I'm really saying something that requires two microphones because I'm not. But here I am anyhow, anyway, okay? Um, last thing I want to tell y'all as it relates to Hail Mary Black women have decided that the Olympics is just going to be black as can be. I saw, is it shot put? Have you seen the girl throw the shot put thing? Let me tell you, for the first time in U.S. history, black women in sports are set to own the narrative at this year's Tokyo Olympics. Whether they're breaking barriers or erasing cultural stigmas, these fearless women are doing what needs to be done to show the world our black is beautiful and it has no limits. The presence of black women has been felt at the Olympic Games in the past, but in 2021, the overwhelming number of melanin-rich athletes is truly a sight to behold. From record-setting performances to jaw-dropping displays of athletic greatness, these black women will certainly be the ones to watch at this year's game. Now, y'all know, first of all, when I was growing up and the Olympics was on, I used to skip on by them because it meant my cartoons and my shows weren't going to be on for weeks. Does anyone remember that? Be honest. During summer, because it was always during summer, what NBC would take all of your shows, your talk shows, the court shows, your cartoons off, and now you're sitting up there watching somebody do something from somewhere. This year, to when Tokyo 2021, let me tell you, when they do these Olympics, is it going to be 2021 or 2022? When the Olympics? I think it's 2021 this year. And All I know for sure is I'm going to have every piece of Olympic memorabilia that they will allow me to purchase on Amazon. Hats. Huh? July 23rd. July 23rd. Let me tell you something. Me, Kenzie, and Ella going to be at the Olympics in our living room. I'm going to be at the Olympics. We going to Tokyo with our girls, Okay. That is what's going to happen. LaShonda says, you using two mics and this sound is still cutting up. Well, this mic is not on. 
So blame this one. <laughs> uh, Lakeisha says, this is my first live and it's legit. Girl, this I want to say they're usually better than this, but I'm not sure. Cassie says, Texas is representing in the Olympics too. Yes. Stefania says, YouTube thing. If you don't understand, I have my own garden. I'm I'm going to. I just wasn't ready at the time that the shift happened. Uh, Qatar says, Black Women Rock, we love to see it. Miss Brown, I says, it's so hot in Oregon. They had to postpone the trials. I don't know if they had the relay trials yet. And as it says, Black women are coming through and you know what I say. Hail Mary to them. All oh, congratulations, Queen. I've been seeing black stuff I ain't never seen before. The girl turned around like three times and then she like swung that thing. She's from South Carolina. Charlemagne posted her. She was swinging and a throwing and it looked blessed. Okay. But uh, Rayel says, yes. Let's cook with these. Says, yes. And Amanda says, come through. Okay. We, oh, that's uh, Sharon says, yes. She is from Charleston, South Carolina, Burke High School. All right. Burke High School. Shantina Clark says, this sound is given. Let me call you back. I'm about to get on the elevator. Here we are, Lord. This is what we got. Hail Mary to them. <laughs> Why do I keep putting this up? And I'm about to say, like a teacher for the ushers in church. Okay, here. Shah's taking my microphone. Give me a go. There you go. Lakeisha said, modern day Shatara from Thundercats. Y'all don't know about that. My brother used to love Thundercats, Okay. Used to love it, okay? Now you know that your business needs something that will set you apart. But you're also wondering, how can I get myself set apart without that bank account going into the negative? Well, listen, let me tell you, you can get fresh, cutting edge design through an app that you need to know about. It is called Issue. Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital content from marketing materials to magazines to flip books and brochures and more. You can advertise your business. You can start that online magazine that's always been in your heart to start, and you don't have to be an incredible guru to get it done because Issue has all of the things that you need in order to make it work. Make it once and distribute it everywhere without reformatting. Your content is already optimized for engagement and ready to share. Issue helps creators, marketers, designers, and really anyone who wants to make content that stands out. And you can start using Issue for free. Come on, free? They also offer premium features that give a more customized experience. Get started with Issue today for free or if you sign up for a premium account, you will get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use promo code evolve. That's issue.com slash podcast and use promo code evolve at checkout for your free account or 50% off your premium account. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code evolve. I love the process and I know you will too. Um, okay, so here we go. Oh, Jenny St. Jean says, by the way, this is my first time catching live too. About time. We love you. Thank you for being here. I'm I'm trying to do better. I'm at the advice question. Here we go. Are you ready? Here we go. Advice. Hello, my good sis, SJR, in need of some advice from you and my good sisters of the delegation. Are you ready? She said, hey, Shanice. <laughs> Shanice said, hey. Shanice said, hey, back. Y'all need to ask Shanice to do the podcast while I'm gone so she can sit up here and be sweating and stressed. I think you should do one episode. You should do next week's episode while I'm gone. It don't, it don't, it's not even about the ads. 
Okay, here we go. Y'all ready? Here we go with the question. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost four years. A few months before I met him, I had written down three bold requests from God to start off the new year. I described in detail the kind of man I was looking for. Just when I had stopped looking, he came from out of nowhere, literally. At first, I was like, this not the guy for me. Gave him a hard time because he is too nice. Like literally our second date was at the library, LOL, in which I needed to be there. As we continued to see each other, I got more signs that he was kind, consistent, caring, loving, and honest. All of the things I prayed for. Almost four years and he still sends me good morning anytime I need him. He's there. I remember I had to go to the ER from work and he was there in no time with his books to study. He was there when I passed my boards for nursing school and became an RN when I had nothing. Fast forward the last two years, I've been praying and praying and praying on what to do next with this relationship. I'm established in my career, place of my own car, really blessed, but good sis, I'm ready for what's next. Next year, I will be 30 and I want to get married, have kids, build a home, and he isn't there yet. His dream is to become a doctor and he's still taking his prerequisite courses in which he has a year left to finish biology and chemistry. But that is on pause because of COVID and him having to pay for school out of pocket and he want, and he works at a grocery store. He continues to apply for different jobs. Meanwhile, I'm trying to be patient. My question is, even though I'm ready, should I continue to wait for him to get a better job, become established, and we go from there? Or should I take this as the right person, not just not just not the right time? I love him dearly and really want this to work, but where do I go from here? I pray every day, even out of my sleep, for a breakthrough for him. I feel I have grown and gotten a lot of things accomplished, but I feel stuck and God has become silent. Where is he? How do I know if I'm going in the right direction? Is this, is this a test? in my faith I don't know sending love first of all it sounds like he is really supportive and caring and kind and that he really sees you and not just like for what he can get from you but how he can help to create an environment for you to flourish to be honest I feel like the more confident educated and bold that women are becoming that the more pressure men may feel to really bring something to the table that feels just as valuable just as worthy as what the woman brings even if that just comes down to position and finances and not necessarily the emotional things that we know actually matter. So he may feel like he needs to be more established before he can offer you a life. Right now he's working at a grocery store. He's paying his way through school. So the idea of stepping into the traditional roles of what it means to be a husband may be daunting for him. And I wonder how much more synergy you would have in the rhythm and pace of your relationship if you let him know that at the end of the day, I want to hold it down for you the way that you've held it down for me. I understand that you're still getting your career together, but I want to spend the rest of my life with you. We're going to go through highs and lows. Sometimes you'll be working. Sometimes I'll be working. Sometimes neither of us will be working. But as long as we're together, that's the only thing that matters to me. And if you honestly feel this way, like I don't have to have the big extravagant wedding. I don't have to have the dream vacations. Like I am willing to meet you where you are now so that we can grow together. Like that's different. But I think that those types of conversations have to be had. And then you have to realize that still may not be enough for him. He may stay within himself. Like, I want to be able to 
take care of you. I want you to not be able to work. Like there are some traditional norms that I think have really messed with men's mentality as it relates to relationships that they may not feel like they are worthy enough to be in a relationship unless they can bring to the table what tradition says they should bring. And I do believe that there's a new generation of women who are like, listen, I can be the breadwinner, but at the end of the day, I still have need for partnership, even though I am financially successful in this specific area. That doesn't mean that I still don't have a need to have perspective and companionship and covering from a man. And so um, I can see that being challenging for some men and maybe challenging for him in this instance, but it sounds like all of the right things are there, but maybe that's a barrier that you all should talk about. Um, And it doesn't sound like in your question that you've brought it up to him, but I think it's worthy of conversation. But let's see what the delegation says, okay? Um. Pamela says, just be patient and wait. God will give you the right signal to move. Princess says, he's trying to match you, sis. Wait for him to get his degree and be supportive, child. When it says, uh, oh, they're commenting back and forth. Mariah says, sis, relax. I wonder if your list is driving your hurry. Be patient with him as he was with you. Shani says, he isn't ready and you can't force it. He isn't the one, sis. <laughs> Cherie says, he got a brother. <laughs> Ashanti says, what's the rush? Just wait for the right time. Vinia says, there's nothing wrong, sis. Be patient. If you won't, I know a couple delegation members that'll take him in a heartbeat, it seems like. Okay. Um, Princess, there's some comments are saying, like, okay, since you didn't elevate it, it's time for him to boss up and you got to be a little patient with him the way he was patient with you. Deidre says, girl, be fruitful before you multiply. Seek the Lord's Father. Be a wisdom scripture. Jasmine says, I'll say, get a degree. <laughs> I'll say, get a degree and lost her mind. You know, that's what some of the saints are saying. Jasmine says, he is trying. Women have to stop living by these timelines and trying to meet the status quo. Be patient. Sounds like he wants to be with her. First of all, the fact that he is working at a grocery store store to pay out of pocket to go and get his medical degree is giving is giving work ethic is giving I'll do whatever it takes to make this dream a reality it's taking I don't mind sacrificing to do what needs to be done and even though I have this incredible woman who I love and support and and perhaps want to spend the rest of my life with I'm not going to put her in a situation where she's going to be struggling on my behalf like it sounds like he's trying to man up and boss up now if you tell me that it's women hitting his line and you don't trust him and you be finding toothbrush and eyelashes in the house, that's totally different. But if you're telling me that the only problem right now is he's paying his way through school and he's very supportive and loving, but he doesn't have his life together in the way that he wants it together, I say you wait for him to get there because you trust him. Maybe you freeze your eggs. Maybe you decide to tell him, like, listen, I can meet you where you are right now and we can work it out together. I make enough money to balance out what we don't have. And when you get there, I know you'll hold me down. But I don't know if I would just walk away from loving, supportive, kind, work ethic unless I'm missing something now you ain't put what I missed in the question but this sound like all the right ingredients for building a life not just having a moment and a lot of times we want to have a moment so much that we miss out on the opportunity to build a life with someone and it's not like he got a tool belt Lillian says he could be stripping instead of working at the grocery store and that is perspective he could have a a a glucose maternity, maternal figure, a glucose matriarch. <laughs> he could have a cougar 
but he's out here doing what needs to be done. Princess says she's laughing faces or they can they can have a simple court wedding if she must get married now since she's 30. But they do need to have a conversation. That's what I'm saying. If you like, listen, I just want to be your wife. Let's go down to the courthouse. You can st- keep working at this grocery store. I'm going to work on this nursing degree. If I get pregnant, we're going to figure it out together. Like this happens all of the time where people like my parents got married. And my father lost his job very early on. My mother was working while he stayed at home with my brothers. Like people make it work when they want to be together. And maybe if he knows that like this doesn't change the way you look at him and you don't mind rolling up your sleeves to help him pursue his dream, then maybe you go for it. But we love work ethic. Okay. Stephanie says, Sarah, she busy with the white picket fence business. The petty me will ask four years Doing well, oh, four years. Did they they for you? Sound like he's trying to get his life together. Um, uh, Lamaya says, get married if it's the shacking up that's bothering you. Simone says, it sure is. He doesn't want that debt. His he's moving smart, sis. Just needs to wait. Uh, Boosie. Boosie, can I call you Boosie? Can I give you a nickname? Because I'm not going to say the rest of your name. She says, I hear needing to give him time, but it sounds like she needs to give herself time to understand her expectations and where they come from and how to communicate that with him. Totally. And now they're saying I sound like I'm underwater. That's all right. Hmm? Sha says she just fixed it. That's okay. We're going down two minutes. <laughs> Ashanta says, okay, I was trying not to join in on the sound slander, but it's happening. Cassie says, a working and ambitious man, ambitious man is to be applauded. Amanda says, I can't hear. I need this advice. Amanda, go back and listen to it. Cardi says, wow, y'all are hilarious in these comments. I'm going to miss y'all. Okay. I'm going to just keep reading like someone can hear me. Ooh, this question is long. Ooh, but it's signed by a doctoral student. <clears throat> Hold on. Let me put my AT&T voice on. I'm going to keep reading, and I just hope that it works. And if not, Shaw <laughs> said, if not, y'all can download the podcast. Download, rate, and subscribe, okay? Here we go. Greetings to my big sister in my head, Pastor Sarah, and my fellow delegation members. I really hope this makes it to the podcast because I need advice, and I know my delegation sisters and our fearless delegation leader won't let me down. I apologize in advance for this question being as long as Monday, but I wanted to give as much context as I could to help with the advice. Growing up, I have always struggled with my weight, body image, and self-esteem. I watched my mom hate her body and do every diet known to man and still end up unhappy with her weight and body image. As a teenager, I decided to lose weight by any means necessary and developed an eating disorder. I would starve myself or make myself throw up after I ate anything. I knew it was wrong, but I never got treatment for my eating disorder back then. Over time, I stopped engaging in those behaviors because I started getting sick and it scared me. I'm 26 now and about a year and a half ago, I had a relapse. But this time I found myself binge eating uncontrollably. I knew I needed help, so this time... I made the decision to get the help I desperately needed. I took a mini break from pursuing my doctorate, put my life on pause, and entered treatment for my eating disorder. I was terrified, but now I can look back and say it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. I've been actively pursuing recovery from binge eating disorder since then, and it is going well. However, I am struggling to reconcile my faith with my recovery. My faith has always been a huge part of my life. I grew up serving and eventually leading ministries in church and loved it. 
But now church doesn't feel like a safe place for me anymore. I often hear my particular eating disorder equated to gluttony in the Bible. And it fills me with so much guilt and shame because it's not as easy as just put down food and stop eating so much. There's a lot of pain, trauma, depression, perfectionism, and so much more attached to my eating disorder that I am working on in therapy. Thank you, better help. I have also been triggered many times because diet culture is very present and active in many churches. Also, what I was taught in treatment does doesn't always align with what I've heard and seen in church. For example, in treatment, they taught us to reject diet culture and to stop moralizing food by deeming it good or bad. Also, they taught that exercise should be a form of joyful movement for you and not necessarily focus on trying to lose weight. However, I've heard pastors moralize food from the pulpits or joke about needing to put down the cookies and pick up the carrot. I've seen so much of diet culture permeate church where we are often just as obsessed with looking a certain way as those in the world are. We engage in and sometimes promote disordered eating in the name of caring for caring for our temples. And it can get overwhelming for someone like myself who is trying hard to stay on the road to recovery and not go backward. I've recently drifted from going to church because of all of this, and it makes me feel sad because I miss church. But at the same time, I'm afraid of being triggered by a comment made during the sermon or from the pulpit. I still love God, but sometimes it is hard for me to let him in on the area of my life because I've grown up being taught that dieting and thinness is next to godliness and that that basically part of being a great Christian is to not be overweight because that shows people you aren't taking care of your body or treating it like a temple. I don't want to feel like I have to choose between God and recovery. I want to fully recover from my eating disorder. I want to overcome this before I get married and have kids so I don't pass down these disordered thoughts and behaviors about food, eating, and body image. However, I also don't want to walk away from the church or distance myself from God. I just don't know how to reconcile my faith in church with my recovery process, and it's really stressing me out. Any advice from you and my delegation sisters is welcomed and greatly appreciated. Thanks in advance for your wisdom and advice. Thank you for sharing that with me. I have never thought about um, that perspective and what that must feel and look like when you are um, recovering from a disorder like this. I will tell you as a pastor that one of the hardest things to do is to create a sermon or translate a sermon that God has given you and to also be sensitive to every possible scenario in the room. Even with the best intentions and the best efforts, I could say something that is offensive to people who waited their whole life, or I could say something offensive to someone who has experienced an abortion. I could say something offensive to someone who is not a business owner or someone who doesn't have a book to write. Like There are so many different things that we pull from in order to try and meet everyone in the room, and yet in the process, of doing that, we run the risk of alienating some people. And that is really, really challenging. And I see right now, because you are in such a sensitive space, that you do need to be delicate about what all you are allowing to access your spirit. And so if I were you, I would separate your experience with God in church into two different categories. You have what you experience with God. That is your prayer life. That is worship. That is you opening your heart and allowing God's presence to come in. That's meditating. That is you having an encounter with God that is outside of the four walls of church. When you go into church, that is an opportunity for you to have a gate around your spirit, not a wall, but a gate. And that gate is that what is for me will have the code required 
to access my spirit. But until then, I am going to be a little bit guarded because I'm navigating these sensitivities. This is the same thing that we hear people who have experienced um, church hurt. This is something that they have to do when they reemerge into a community or reengage rather with the community is they have to be willing to say to themselves, okay, I may not be able to be as open. I may not serve the moment I get into a new church the way that I served before because I'm learning the culture and the dynamics of this church and I'm allowing it to feed my spirit or protect my spirit based off of what I am experiencing. Um, so I want to apologize that you've been triggered. Um, I apologize. Um, even on the podcast, I know that I've definitely said things that have probably made you uncomfortable or made you feel some kind of way or alienated. And once again, whenever you're speaking, right, I'm just bringing my experiences and my thoughts, but I'm not thinking about how it could be offensive to any specific scenario. And so I apologize. I thank you for sharing this letter because it allows me to be more sensitive when I'm speaking and to try and be more balanced in my thoughts and perspective. The last thing I will say is this, there may be an opportunity and you have to seek God on this and see what's necessary for your healing. There may be an opportunity for you to bring awareness to this into the church community. This is a blind spot. This is something that we're not always seeing. And there may be a space for you to create a support group, accountability, a spiritual opportunity for connection for people who have experienced a similar disorder. Whenever you see something that is hurting you, that is taking place within a community of faith, there's also an opportunity for you to say, I don't want someone else to experience this pain. So what can I do to make Maybe create a safe environment for people like me. That's what Woman Evolve is. It's me creating a safe environment for people who know a Trick Daddy song, but also want to know who God is. And so I'm sorry that you've been triggered. I'm so proud of you for working through your pain and your hurt and doing what is necessary to heal. And hopefully this will be a pivotal moment for your church and community. Last, last thing I will say is you may have to find a different church, um, a place where you don't feel triggered, at least while you're navigating your healing process until you can come to a space where maybe you can go back to your old church and not feel triggered when they say those things. Hopefully something I said landed in your spirit, but let's see. Ashley says, um, we have forgotten that the church consists of humans. Church is in heaven, not excusing the sin, but it'll help releasing the perfection and indeed. Emily says, you need a new church in a sisterhood group or fellowship of some kind. Katanya says, she may want to look for a new church as she spends her own one-on-one -on -one time with God. Um, Vanessa says, church hurt really had me wanting to fight all the members. I'm so sorry you're going through this. Latoya, oh, that's someone else talking. Jesus says, focus on God, not the distractions. You can do it, sister. And let's see. Um, Jamie says, uh, yeah. Oh, we're talking about can't someone, the comments are always <laughs> out of line, um, like out of order. So I'm trying to make sure that I get all of the, dele at least some of the delegations response. Um Ariel says, yes, as someone that experienced church hurt, it's really important to do that. And as we said, SJR, give us a cliff notes, cheat sheet, quizlet, synopsis of what she needs. She's trying to navigate her recovery in her church. Um, Ariel says, I feel so bad for her. Eating disorder recovery is tough. Cardi says, oh my gosh, she said a lot. That was a lot. And I hope that maybe we said something that could be a little bit helpful for you. Um, so... Let me see. Cherie says, last thing, the church is filled with broken people. The church isn't perfect, but Jesus is. Find another church, sis. Yeah, you may have to find another church where you don't feel triggered. 
you can try you can try a number of communities until you find one that fits for you, you know. But I do thank you for sending this letter because it helps me, helps me to be a better leader. Sometimes people don't know. Maybe you could send an anonymous letter to your church leadership because um, sometimes people don't know until they know. Like I've never thought about me talking about my weight or talking about vegan or eating French fries in the car, how that could be triggering for someone. And I do think there's this fine line between like you growing and developing in such a way that you don't take those types of things personally, but also for people in leadership to be responsible and conscious of how one statement could be taken the wrong way by someone. Obviously, you're not going to please everyone, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't have to stretch an attempt to make it happen. So. Okay. And Pamela says, God will not lead you wrong asking for guidance and understanding. Sisters, our word for the month of June is freedom. And each week we have taken time to emphasize how we are being free, okay? We have freely listened this month, okay? We have freely given this month. And for the last emphasis of the month, we are freely shining. To freely shine is to say, listen, I do not have to wait until I am complete in my process, complete in my growth, complete in my evolution to shine. It is more beautiful to shine. Let me tell you something. Sometimes what really makes a shine beautiful is not the finished product. It is the process that led to the finished product. It's nothing like thinking that some food is good. But when you find out that that thing has been marinating for 48 hours or that it got flown over from Japan, this is Japanese Wagyu beef, okay? It just hits different, all right? So what I'm saying is this. When we talk about freely shining, I want to talk to somebody who has been waiting to be confident until they lose a certain amount of weight or who has been waiting to be confident until they get this degree or get the job. You're waiting to shine until you get there. And God is saying, baby, you can shine from right here. And so as we move into July and I will be taking the month of July off, I want you to tag me in your photos of you getting your what? Shine on, sis. Let me tell you about me getting my shine on, okay? So Thursday, I didn't have meetings until the afternoon, but I had a personal appointment at nine o'clock in the morning. And so I was like, I got up and I did my personal appointment. Usually I would have gone back home, like done something with the kids, made some lunch, but I had some chat care and I had some free time. And you know what I did? I went and got my nails done for the very first time. That lady, I called her. I said, Lord, if it's going to be your will, I'm going to call up there. If they can get me in, I'm going to go. She said, come on, hon. I said, here I am, hon. I got my nails done. Okay. Then I was like, I've been wanting to get my ears pierced. I wanted to get some extra holes in my ear and I got two more. I went and got my ears pierced. I was like, you know what? I am going to just be free and shine and do those things that I've been wanting to do. I went to Claire's looking like a 10 year old sitting up there for the first time getting her ears pierced. I don't even know. Do grown folks go to Claire's to get their ears pierced? I bought some earrings and she was like, you know, you can get two more. I was like, girl, just ring this out so I can get out of here before people ask me why my grown self is sitting in Claire's at 10 o'clock in the morning at the mall. But I got my ears pierced and I just, you know, I just want y'all to know 
that it is okay to shine. Even if you're not there yet, even if you're still working on your skin, you're still working on your bank account, you're still working on your goals, your dreams, and your career, that doesn't mean that you should not shine right now. Shine while you're working. Shine while you're in progress. Shine while you're still moving and growing and becoming because the shine is in the process. It is not in the destination. And there is something beautiful about a woman who says, I don't have it all together and that don't have nothing to do with my light. Here I am still shining and gleaning for the Lord. Okay, how about that? Ashley says, shine, stay holy, stay whole, but shine. <laughs> Rayel says, not Claire's. Yes, Claire's. <laughs> Willow says, you have to pamper yourself, Sarah. I know I do. If I'd have got a massage, I'd have went and got a massage too, okay? Um, Sheree says, Esher, whatever you drink, please tell us before it's a wrap. <laughs> I drink not a thing, not a thing. Um, Halima says, you better. Emily says, okay, sis. How are you guys going to shine this summer? Listen, outside is semi-open, okay? It's like kind of open, kind of not open. It's kind of not open because some of us don't trust outside fully, so it might as well be closed, but it's still kind of open because we're willing to do one thing that we don't usually do. Shine might be going to the grocery store. Shine it and do something by yourself. Go shine by yourself. Don't wait until your girls get ready. Don't wait until your man says, okay, I'm ready to go do it. Go see you a move. Movie, grab you a book and sit at the picnic. Take your kids out and do something, honey. I'm going to take the kids out in July. I'm going to go do things with my children. Like, I'm going to take them to a museum. I'm going to take Ella to a movie. Like, I'm going to do things with them because we have been sitting at the house and I want to have some one on one time with them. So, get your shine on. How about that? Crystal says, okay, sis, where's the ad? You know, I'm doing this thing now where I'm putting the ads in at the end. Like, I'm going to record them and then it's just going to splice them up and put them in the episode. When I come back, though, I will drag you all through transitions. Y'all pray that Shanice will do some of the podcasts while I'm gone. Hmm? One episode. Sha, will you do one episode? I will do anything for you. She said, I will do anything for you. It's true. You'll do one podcast episode? It's true. Solo dolo? I will. But I trust you and Cora on the podcast. No. <laughs> you already know how we act when we on tour together. No, maybe not. <laughs> Jennifer says those diamonds shine, though. Yes, I want to declare she looking like a whole child. Let me tell you something. She was like, do you want to pay $20 and get some real diamonds? I was like, sure. <laughs> diamonds for 20 extra dollars? <laughs> you gave Greg ten thousand dollars. <laughs> All right, don't. I'm finished. Okay, <laughs> I'm finished. Um, I love y'all. All right, and I'm gonna pray. And I kind of feel low key emotional saying goodbye to you guys for the month. I know. I every Monday. This is my first year doing it. Basically, every Monday. What'd you say? You brilliant. You brilliant. <laughs> Um. Okay. Latrell says, "What about Core? And why don't P? Crystal says, "Why don't PT do one? Because y'all not about to drag PT yeah. through y'all's foolishness. <laughs> PT, this podcast will be twenty minutes long. Y'all not about to drag PT through y'all's foolishness. Now, Core, possibly. <laughs> um. When he says, please, Shanice, I'm gonna see if Shaw will do one and if Cora will do one and see what happens. Jenny says, I'll help Shanice. <laughs> she says, she, yeah, she's gonna need help. She said, y'all better help me. All right, let's pray. 
Oh, God, we thank you that you did not just send us to earth, but you placed a light inside of us before we came here. And life has tried to extinguish that light. It's tried to make it difficult for it to shine. So it doesn't always shine freely. Sometimes it shines afraid. Sometimes it shines with needing validation. Sometimes it chooses to not shine at all out of fear of rejection. But God, we want to be different. We want to shine while still being under progress, under construction. We want to shine when we even have not arrived. We want to shine because we were created to be fearfully and wonderfully made in the skin that we are in, not the skin that we are hoping to shed. And so, God, I pray that you would give the women and the guys who are listening fresh confidence, God, that they would breathe in your peace, breathe in your presence. And as they breathe you in, Father, may that light begin to grow and grow and grow until a fire is set down in their soul. And may that fire attract everyone that is meant to be with them. And may it expel and get rid of anything that is not for them. God, I thank you for this incredible first half of the year with the delegation. You talk about freely shine. Thank you for creating this space where we can come and giggle and love and have fun and see what's happening in the world and then challenge to become better. During this break, Father, I pray that you would make me a better leader, that I would be wiser, smarter, more strategic with the influence that you have given me and that I would continue to create systems sisterhood that looks like you and that in allows all of us to become better. God, I thank you for this space, for this grace, and for this opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. You want to sing happy birthday to you right now? No, you can't sing happy birthday to me. What? <laughs> Sha, if you're going to sing it on the microphone, you can sing it. Oh, wow. Bye. It's a wrap. Love y'all.